this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Ms. Crystal Kung Minkoff. Hi, how are you? How are you today? What's going on in Beverly Hills? Oh man, it's warming up. School started today. And uh, so it's very quiet in my house, which is so nice. Are you happy the kids are back in school? Yes. And they're happy. They couldn't wait. And uh, so, yeah, it's awesome. That's good. It's like back to school. Yeah. Well, it's rainy here in New York and it's warm, so you're not missing it. Oh, yeah. You guys have that like massive. Which really was nothing, but it's raining once again. You are a California girl, tried and true, right? You grew up in California. Yeah. Did you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills before you joined? I did. I actually started watching when Orange County came out because I was in college and I was in college in Orange County. So it was very connected. And then um, so I've always watched Beverly Hills and New York, but like sort of a, I think a general viewer, like in the background, but like I knew all the players and yeah, I watched it. You were right there from the beginning, Crystal. Yeah. So how did you originally get involved with the housewives? And then how did you feel, you know, when that call or that email came in? I got a call from, I got a text from Teddy Mellencamp, who I knew through sort of mom group. And she's like, are you interested? I said, no. And she's like, why not? I said, I don't, it's not for me. And she just sort of convinced me to like, just take a phone call. Cause you're like, what's a phone call? And I was like, okay, whatever. And then, um, and I just kept taking calls and hanging up and like, okay, well, I shouldn't do that. I'm like, I felt like 
I was like on a dating app and like leading people on and I'm like catfishing at this point. I'm like, I just need to like tell them no. But then I just kept leading them on and then it got like really real. Um, and, and then Kathy Hilton called me and, and very late at night. And she said, you know, I, I'll do it if you do it. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. I was like, and then I hung up and I kind of freaked out that night. And then I really thought about it. I was like, okay, if I do it with Kathy, then that's a totally different thing. So yeah, that's how it happened. So we really have Kathy Hilton to thank for you and you to thank for Kathy Hilton. Yeah. Yeah, actually it's true. Yeah. Together. We did it together. Did you have any reservations? I mean, it sounds like you did in the beginning, but like, what were your reservations <laughs> in joining? Um, like everything. I have a pretty, like, I have a good and very normal, simple life. Um, and I was afraid, you know, I think the, the most, the biggest thing I was afraid of was my, my family, my marriage, um, you know, and Rob and I spent a lot of time discussing it of like, you know, he was nervous and he's like, I don't want it to like do anything to us. And I was like, I would never do it if it, you know, and but we felt really strong. We went into it and it's so funny. Cause that's like the last thing it affects unless you want it to affect you. So, um, so I'm happy about that. Like we, I film and I get home and we just like, it's back to normal being on camera is not normal, but, <laughs> but when I come home, it's normal. Do you think that's how it is? Cause like you do always hear, you know, everyone say like, Oh my God, you know, the curse of reality TV and it ended my marriage. Like, do you really think like, no, no it, it won't. No, there's no curse. I think it's, you're either like prepared for it or you want it to happen or like, there's just too many cracks that you can't help. It's just inevitable, but no, like it has like seriously has not affected my family at all. Like you just go home and it doesn't affect you at all. Yeah. That's good. Right. Like if you're in a happy marriage, how could it really. Yeah. Like if I felt like it was making a dent at all, I would not even, I would just walk away completely, you know, but no, it doesn't at all. Did you get, do you know anyone else from like the past besides Teddy or like, did you get any advice from like past cast members or Teddy or current cast members? Like when you were joining? No, actually I asked Teddy for advice and she wouldn't give me any. (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. And she just said, you need to go. I don't want you to have any, like, I don't want you to really understand. Like she's like, you'll figure it out quickly it took me a lot longer than I thought, but, um, I think she just didn't want to like put a veil over my experience. Um, which is why I'm so authentically emotional and raw and everything like that. So I could have used a little bit of help, but she gave me none. Zero. She's like, I don't want to lead you on who I like and don't like you just figure out it. Zero. Yeah. I, I, I tried and nothing. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> was it like, did you have an adjustment period? You know, cause they really kind of throw you in. They don't really hold your hand. You know, sometimes you figure out what to do right away. Was it yeah. easy for you? Or are you like, what is going on? What did I get myself into? I adjusted like two months after we wrapped. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it was really hard for me. It was really like, it was and I, I have to be really honest, like I, I've been very lucky in my life. Things have always been very sort of neutral or good. Like I haven't, other than my dad being sick, like it was, I've had a very easy time in my life. And this really threw me for a loop. I've never felt like I, it, 
it really messes with you emotionally. And you're like, what? I don't even know what's going on, but, um, through that there's a massive growth experience. So I try to, like, I always try to think of positives that come out of things. So, cause if I didn't, I would just be in my bed crying right now. <laughs> well, we don't want that yeah, uh, I don't want <laughs> other than your father. And I know like your mother, like, I hope she's okay. I know the other week. Yes. She's, thank you. she's doing great. Great. That's good. That was my biggest concern when she's doing great. Thank you. Okay, good. Other than your father, though, was this, this was the hardest thing. Was this the hardest thing you've ever done? Yeah. I think people just see it sort of like fun. It's very challenging. There's definitely fun moments. And I think that towards the, towards the end of filming, one Sutton and I um, start to resolve all stuff. I was able to have more fun. I just was so uptight and like the whole thing freaked me out. Um, but yeah, so it, it gets better and more fun. And that's really what I wanted from it. Uh, but, you know, experience is experience. And, you know. What about, you know, your husband, Rob Minkoff, very famous director, not reality TV. Did he have <laughs> reservations of, you know, reality TV is a whole different animal. Like, did he not really? He was totally freaked out. I mean, you know, he's like, I don't want anything to happen to you, to our family, to our kids. You know, he's his work is famous. He's not famous. So like this was going to put our family, our faces very public. You know, his drawings are public, but he never he never had like PR. To, he didn't want to be famous. That wasn't his thing. So um, so this was really kind of scary for us. Um, but at the same time, when we really dove into the whole you know, the auditioning process and just, um, just at home talking about it was like, maybe this is an experience that we should accept, you know, but it was a family decision. And, you know, we called his agents and lawyer, we called a lot of people like, and they said, it's not anything you think it is. There's, you know, Rob, you control every blink of a character. Like you have no control, but, you know, we felt very comfortable and safe in who we are as a family. So it was like, once we decided, we just jumped it. That makes sense. Did you grow up a fan of like Disney and animation and all things related to that? It's funny. I actually loved Lion King. Like I, I actually have really frizzy hair. So my nickname was Simba. Really? And then, yeah. And I met Rob and I didn't tell him that. And he came to my parents' house because I was in college. So my room was still intact. And there was like a framed photo. I don't never said this out loud. There was a framed photo. of It was like a cell of Lion King. And then he sort of was like, are you like a f- fan? Like, he, I think he was like, did you find me? I was like, no, I think like, isn't everyone a Lion King fan? And it was like, you have posters of my movie. Like he freaked out. Like I like sought him out. I'm like, you're such a jerk. So, um, but no, I wasn't like a, f- I mean, I was like a kid Disney fan, you know, but since I've been with Rob, I've dove so deep into it. You know, there's such a deep history and like the Disney fandom is wild. It's bigger than housewives, believe it or not. It is. I mean, Disney people go hard for their. Yeah, really hard. <laughs> how many, how many times have you seen the Lion King at this point? Can you even count? It's, I probably saw it. <clears throat> I love the soundtracks as a kid. I listened to it a lot on my boom box. Um, I've seen it probably a hundred times because we have kids now. So like it like reignited, you know, but I probably watched it 50 times as a kid and then 50 times as an adult. Wow. Are your kids aware that, you know, mommy and now daddy are like 
recognized if they walk down the street? I mean, I know you were in quarantine for part of it. Like, are they aware of like there's cameras and something has kind of changed? Yeah. I mean, the cameras in the house was really weird for them because it was locked down. And then all of a sudden, like you, like you can't even see your friend. And then suddenly there's all these people masked up. They can't see them like behind their masks. So that kind of was, that was very hard for them at first. And then they got used to it. Um, It took a while, but like me, Um, but like being recognized, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Like they're like, Oh, like they watch housewives, but like my kids have never seen it. Like there's, they're eight and six and they will not see it. Um, It's not appropriate for them, but um, yeah, I think they're, they're pretty even about it. They're very, there's, they're still quite young. So they're very unfazed. Yeah. That is true. As you were filming the show and things were happening, you know, now that it's over, you said like it took you two months afterwards to kind of adjust to all of this. What has been the high of the whole experience for you? Like what's the best thing from, for you from the season? I would say the best thing is the nice messages that come uh, from young girls, Asian girls, just any girls of color who say, you know, how much representation matters to them. Especially the Asian girls who said, there's no Asian people on TV. There's no one that looks like me. And it's crazy when I remember feeling that way when I was younger, but now we're in 2021 and they're feeling that way. It just shows you that like how important it is to them. And, you know, as hard it is for me to be on the show and the, and the downs, um, it's an honor. And so that's been really special. Every message I get, I respond to. And um, so that's been really amazing. That's, that must take you a long time at times. It does, but I'm, it's, they take the time to message me. So I want to know that I see them. That's nice. I've had Ebony on the show and I've had Tiffany on the show. So I know you guys have like a text chain between all of you, including Garcelle. So how were you upset to hear about Dallas being canceled and our Tiffany being? I, I follow that kind of story as it was like, you know, like every day it's a different story. I would text her and I'm like, oh, I see you're with Cass. Like this was weeks ago. And she's like, I don't even know what's going on. What are you reading? And I send her the articles and, and then we realize it's like, just like when I was things being said about me, it's like not real yet that we're like, we just got to hold off. And then when I saw it was canceled, I waited a day because I wasn't, you never know. And then I texted her and I said, how are you doing? She said, she's fine. And, you know, carry the torch is what she said. Um, Bummed. I was bummed. I think, you know, she, her just being on that cast really shed light to the Asian American experience. Um, But hopefully we'll see her in a different platform or there'll be another show where there's more Asian people. I mean, you know, when you have one down, it's like, it's a big percentage. It is when there's two. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, we, you know, the audience loves her and I think, and I hope that they'll find a place for her. I hope so too. I say married to medicine, Dallas. That's just my idea. Yeah. I'm going to put that out into the universe. I will help you. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, we have someone right there and it's a formula that's worked in two other cities or so. Totally. I think it'd be amazing. Me too. What about what has been your biggest regret of this season? 
Oh my God. Which one? So much. You know, I um I think all obviously the stuff with Sutton, um, just I'm I'm reactionary and uh and I don't I don't discount like I don't I don't look back on my feelings as not real at all. You know, I mean they're very extremely real and I know that. I just um would have taken a step back. It, like I said, like it took me two months after to decompress. I wish I can, I, I'm learning to decompress more quickly and, um, process things more quickly. And, um, because, you know, I would have liked to have gotten to a better place with her quicker because it gets better. And then it would have helped me just on the show in general, just open up more. It just took me a long time to open up later, but there's a lot of scenes that I just posted and what someone posted that got cut of us really starting to get to know each other. And I just love those moments. And that was like in La Quinta. And so, yeah, I just wish that we got through it quicker. That's all. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to Bad badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now, with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can, too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette, and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs, because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now, you get 20% off your next purchase at Crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's SANDALS20 at Crocs.com for 20% off your purchase.
Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. That makes sense. And I don't know if you've seen it just happened this week where Sutton said her biggest regret of the season was not letting you speak fully and finish and that she interrupted you when you were having the like, I don't see color discussion. So I don't know if you've seen that. She, she and I talk. So we've talked about our regrets together privately, you know, things go public. And sometimes you hear, why are you not saying something out? You know, I'm waiting for your apology to someone. It's like, we, we talk together and it's between us. And um, so I know that. And I appreciate that for sure. And she knows where I stand too. That's good. That's yeah. the great thing about housewives. It's, you learn things. Yeah. Well, we all know the definition of violation now because of you. I'm so happy. A lot of people didn't know it. They still don't seem to know it. But. <laughs> <laughs> we like definitely know that. When you, when Sutton was when Sutton was leaving and she's like, you're just jealous, the whole leather pants. So your leather pants have now become infamous, which I know. Are you shocked at like things like that? Like, you know, the power of housewives, like it was just one sentence and it was one thing. And now like, this is, I can't do a single interview without someone bringing up my leather pants. Um, yeah. I remember when I, I, Kathy got to see the trailer, like, a little bit before me and she called me she's like oh my god the very first one that came out and she's like you look so cute Sutton yells at you about your pants and I'm like what pants like I don't even like it was so long ago and I was like oh and I started getting like oh the pit because I've never been on tv I've never you know like this is the first moment I'm like oh my god it's about pants it was just such a wild and wacky concept and so yes the fact that how things become sort of iconic in the house size world yeah it's mind-blowing because they could have picked any moment right that and then they but they know what they're doing so they this became a thing so it's funny I was out last night and I wore leather pants and all my friends are like it's like your thing now like all you do is want to wear leather pants and I just it's like I can't even help but go in my closet and it always it like has a little thing in my brain like what leather pants but I love them and <laughs> I leaned into them hard now. <laughs> well, you know, everyone like Tiffany has her candles, which are tied to her being a doctor and everyone has their housewife's products. I mean, maybe you should think of leather pants. <laughs> I mean, you know, I own a coconut water company, so I don't, I've never thought about like leading into leather pants as a business, but I certainly got a lot of messages about it. They're like, if you have a leather pants line, I'll buy it. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my future. <laughs> well, when Sutton was leaving and you said you're just jealous, and then she said, jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants. What were you saying she was jealous of? We still don't know. I, I assumed it was the present. That she didn't bring a present, you know? I think, you know, because I, we, you know, Kathy and Kyle and I brought a present that was well-received and I think that's what's, you know, because you, you miss a lot of stuff that happens between us coming down to see her. Cause I didn't know she was upset totally. at me. And so everyone's like, Oh, it's cause the present, you know, we were just talking about that. So that's, you know, that's why that makes me. 
That it's very simple. I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Other than, you know, your issues with Sutton uh, that we've seen, like who was the hardest for you to get to know? Um, no one else. I got to know everyone pretty well. Every, it was like different stages because everyone was going through their own things. So like as people were having their own issues, like you kind of get to know them more because you start talking about why they have those issues, you know? So I just started to get to know everybody in different stages, but everyone in a pretty even, even way. Yeah. No one felt like the most welcoming out of this whole group. Well, from the beginning, the, when I first walked into door, you know, when people say like, who was most welcoming? I think about the moment I walked into Dorit's house. That was the, really the first time after meeting, I met Kyle and Lisa at the house, but um, I remember like Garcelle was like super excited that I was there. Like, I remember that feeling, which was super nice. Like, oh my God, you're Rob's wife. You know, it's like, who was the new girl, you know? And Dorit was like, and PK were there. So nice. So welcoming. Um, so those are the two I've always, um, when people ask me who was that, it was because that moment I distinctly remember, like that was really sweet. What about, you know, it's so hard to be on a housewife show with no drama. And yet, I mean, like you've had your share of drama your first season. Like, I know. look, you look at the icon that is Kathy Hilton. I mean, there's the public loves her. She's not really having any drama with anyone. Like, what do you, I mean, you've known her for a long time before. Like, what do you think it is about Kathy that is just like, she was made for the show. Like, it's unbelievable. It's taken this long for us to see her on the show. It's hard to have drama with Kathy because she's, she comes from such a amazing place and she's so obviously funny. I mean, like all the things that you know about her, um, but she really wants to understand why things are happening. And also like, if she doesn't, she really doesn't care. Like she'll call me like, I don't care about this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I think we're supposed to care Kathy, about this. We're on the show. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, okay. So that's actually, I think what is, makes her so successful on the show because she doesn't engage in what she considers nonsense. And like, we can all learn from that. That's actually really me. I didn't want to engage in any nonsense. I feel like it just enveloped me in a way. <laughs> but, you know, that's what happens on the you're, show. You're like, here it is and it's found me. No, it's almost yeah. like Kathy, and I don't mean this shady, like she's almost like above the drama. Like she's just like, I'm not getting into it. And people yeah. are like, okay, whatever, Kat. It's a really smart way to just kind of play housewives. Totally. Sutton's texting me right now, by the way. <laughs> Tell her I said Hello. <laughs> She's been here three times. What about, you know, you were filming this whole thing with, you know, Erica unfolding in real time, you know, and was that hard? I mean, I knew you guys have talked about this ad nauseum, but like, was that hard just being there? Like, you didn't know her. Like, I take it you didn't know Erica before the show. I just knew her from the show. Um, So I think it was very multi-layered for me, even though I was the newest person. I didn't know her because I had this total conception of her because of the show. And then when I went on to the show, when I started filming, she was like, so open, sort of the opposite sort of idea of what I thought she was. And I remember Lisa Rinna was like, Oh, she's, this is not, this is a different Erica. Like she's going through a lot. I was like, Oh wow. Cause she, I think she filed for divorce, like two weeks into filming. So two weeks in, I met her So she was just so vulnerable. And I was like, 
So I was sort of, as I'm trying to get to know everybody, I'm trying to like process that I'm meeting this person that I thought was totally different. And, you know, for me, I just pretty much the whole time we filmed, you know, even though there's a lot of questions, I couldn't let go of the fact that the main story for her was that he was possibly suffering from Alzheimer, which I had to deal with for nine years in the most horrific way, like everyone who goes through it does. So every time something was like, I wasn't sure, I was just like, but he has dementia. Like, you know, so it was really challenging. I was just, I just, my heart was so open and vulnerable to that and empathetic because I know what that was like. Right. More so than some of the other issues, which everyone was discussing. Well, yeah, because they all had a lot of discrepancies. Like they knew her from the past. I didn't. So I, I didn't have, like, I didn't have discrepancies yet because I mean, it more and more starts to happen, but, um, but yeah, it was, and it was also interesting to watch the other girls sort of handling their friendship with her because everyone knows each other and are closer in a different way. Um, so yeah, it was like very fascinating, but really hard to watch genuinely. It was like, I, I felt bad for everyone involved. It was tough. What about, so she was different than you thought in that what you watched past season thought she would be colder. Yeah. I just thought she'd be like kind of cool and cold and like, but the, it was like crying. And I mean, there's a lot of arguing, but like, it was real emotion. It wasn't just like this kind of cool character. It was real emotions. Yeah. Did you ever say to yourself, you know, like if this were happening to you or some form of it, like, would you not be on the show? Like if it were happening to you and your family? Yes. (laughs) I did not. I could not believe every day I showed up. She was there. I was very surprised. I, yeah, I did not know. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Right. Like it's easier just to run and hide. Yeah, it was very, I, yeah, I think that's why all of us were like, we can't believe, you know, we're very impressed that you're here and, you know, like, and she's like, I'm here. And I'm like, wow, I, I don't think I could do that. What about, you know, this thing, like having watched the show, you know, you've seen that Lisa Rinna, her thing is to own it. I mean, at least when it came to Lisa Vanderpump and Denise and Yolanda with Munchausen's like, and now everyone's saying, I mean, she is not having Erica own it. Like, do you think that's a double standard? I think that because, like I said, I watched last season and I saw, you know, her relationship with Denise. And if I was there, I would have not been okay with that. I would, and I, she knows that. I told her today, like, I told her, like, now, like that, I, that I don't understand that. Um, that's someone's private life that you don't mess with. But um, I think she, I think she, because that happened, I assume that that's why she didn't want to do it. But also, I think. she and Erica are really close, like genuinely close. And she's sticking by her friend. She just believes it. And is it hypocritical? I don't, I see the thing is, is that I cannot tell you her relationship with Denise. Cause I know that people say they've known each other 20 years. I've known someone for 20 years, but I don't really know them. So I, I don't know their closeness, but um, either way, I don't agree what happened, but that being said, like, if it was my best friend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to them. TV right. or not. I wouldn't do it just because the audience thinks I want to, like, I'm going to stand by my friend if I believe in her. 
So that's what I think is happening. But I think to compare it, yeah, I get why I look, I get why the audience compares it, but I, I would have a stronger opinion if I watched the dynamic, but you only get to see small moments because right. I know what it's like to know how much is filmed versus what's seen. So it's hard. I don't want to judge what happened last year. I just know that I would stand up against what happened. For your friends. Right. And you weren't there. Is it hard for you when you're like, quote unquote, caught between between two friends? Like, you know, we have this new thing now, like you were friends with Teddy before, you know, now Teddy is saying like Garcelle said to production, like, what is she doing here? Um, When, you know, now hard for me. I mean, maybe it would be if Teddy was on, like, I did think about that last night, actually, because I'm watching it. I was like, oh, man. But no, I call out like, I don't I'm not like team. I'm not like I, the fact that like the show even creates teams is like so odd to me, but I am like, if I think that what you're doing is wrong, I'm going to tell you, especially if we're good friends. Like I, cause if I'm a good friend and I want my friends to live and be public, like with integrity. So if I think what you're doing is wrong, I'm going to tell you close or not. And if I think that you're right, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say it to the same person, like both people are going to hear my story. Like, so would it be hard? No. Cause I would just, say it. I think that's why the audience gravitates towards you because as viewers of many years in, they can smell BS a mile away. And that's the one thing I think that bothers the audience more than anything. So I think when they see someone authentic like yourself, that's good or bad. They're on your side just in that, like, at least she's being honest here. I mean, we all feel different from week to week, day to day, but at least in that moment, you're being honest. At least that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's this whole term of like blindly supporting someone. I, I don't, I, I don't blindly support anybody. I'm loyal to my friends, but my closest friends, I'm going to be like the hardest on, you know, and I'm, I don't know if I would do it at such a public forum, but privately, like you're wrong. That's not okay. You need to, like, I would, I go after my friends like that. Like if they're my friends, you know? That makes sense. Do you, did you ever meet Tom? I assume you don't know Tom Girardi. You never met. No, I just, I mean, I obviously knew him from the show and I've known his sort of, because the, his career is quite prolific in Los Angeles. Uh, but no, I never met them. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvet row. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. If there's stuff you can't tell your friends or family, this This is the place to do it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain for it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. That's B E T T. E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash velvet rope. Betterhelp.com slash velvet rope.
would you going back, I mean, I know I asked you about your regrets and like, would you do anything differently? Like now that the season's over and you're reflecting and watching it back? Um, I would have felt uh, the cameras really, um, scared me. I felt like I would clam up and it's a long day of shooting. So I was, I was very uptight in front of the cameras. I do get looser as the season goes on. Um, I would, because I was nervous about how I looked and stuff like that. And I just wish that I could have let that go a little bit because that consumed me to where it was hard to like get to know the girls until later. And I wish I just kind of let that go early, but I, I, it's like, you can say regret. I can't change how I feel and experience things. So I wish that happened, you know, but I don't know if regret's the right word, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a work in progress every day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you should regret anything. I'm just saying sometimes yeah. people, what about, you know, you keep saying like, you're not a fashion girl. And like, you know, again, you're being accused. This is of my brother's shirt. I think from, I Gap. like it. <laughs> well, I mean, you have this bag that I still had to, I just need to take a moment <laughs> with yeah so you have that I mean do you think you'll stay true to yourself and I mean I'm not saying you know like we see like Dr. Wendy on Potomac has this major glow up like Denise kind of stayed true to herself she had a little bit of a glow up like and I'm not saying you need to I think you're amazing but just are you the type that's not watching you know listen you're you you're hanging out with a group that shows up for a barbecue and like yeah. head to toe bomb on and we have Dorit over here with like Louis head to toe and I mean <laughs> do you think you're gonna like ch- my season one was a massive glow up for me I don't like I don't even know how much more I could glow up for myself like you know you know last episode when Garcelle's like I have to take a minute like I'm, it's cause I'm, I have my hair in a ponytail. So like that is sort of like the extent to where I glow up. So I was talking to my hair and makeup and I'm like, maybe I'll do fake lashes. Like that's sort of who I am. Like, I just want to be physically comfortable. And if people think I look plain, I don't really care, honestly, but like, I'm just who I am. And like, I, I actually don't want people to think I glow it up because I don't know. I I'm fine with who I am. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying sometimes we see a housewife come back the second season and it is like all Bamon and Louie no. and Gucci. And you're like, what no. happened in the past three months? Not happening. You we're off. No, that's a, that's a, that's a, I can guarantee you that that will not happen ever. I love that. <laughs> I love that. What do you think is the biggest misconception of you as people watch for sure. I've never been called cold before. Um, so that's, you know, when I'm like standing there, people are like, oh, she has like a smug face. I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if people don't ever do that. If they're uncomfortable, they like laugh or like, you know, I, I've, I've always been known as like the bubbly one. So that's like, I'm like literally scratching my head. I'm like, it's a head to head scratcher. Um, so that's kind of weird. But, you know, when you watch it, I can see it. So like, you know, I watch it with Rob and it's like, well, that's what they, that's you, you didn't, you know, and they, what they, how they put it together. You look cold. I'm like, I do, but I've never been called cold before. So that's kind of weird, but I, I have to just own what's up there. So it is what it is, but yeah, that's definitely something that was new to see. What does Rob say as you guys watch it back together? He you know, he's really good at just watching it as a watcher. 
So he's just like, he turns off. He's like, oh, that was a good episode. And I'm like, literally crying and heaving and, you know, and he's like, get over it, whatever. It's a TV show. It's entertaining, you know? So he thinks it's funny. He knows it's really hard on me. Um, it obviously gets better now. Like things are chill. Um, but it was hard for me. And he also knows I've never been on TV. You know, this whole, the whole idea, even though I'm married to him is not, it doesn't come into our house. So it was zero to 60 for me. And, um, yeah, but he thinks it's like funny. He just laughs. He actually laughs at the show like a regular audience member. <laughs> and you're just like, no, do you see that I'm crying over here? Yeah, like, this I'm is like, not a good scene, Rob. Yeah. And he's like, it's hysterical. I was like, okay. He's like, but, but you're, but you're fine now. So like it all yeah, worked out. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> what about as you head into the reunion, are you nervous to address anything in the reunion? I mean, like, you know, everything is going to be addressed. Like, are you uh, nervous to see anyone? I mean, it sounds like you and Sutton talk regularly. Like what's yeah, the thing so you're nervous of? I'm not nervous because I feel like my stuff was obviously early and it's like time has healed. Like I think if it, ended with us, I'd be nervous. Cause I wouldn't know where we stood. Cause you know, son and I are still getting to know each other, but it took all these months to get through, you know, to like go through this. So if we just wrapped and then went in, I think it would have been more scary for me, but you know, I feel, I know we're gonna have to talk about it and that's just part of it, but no, I'm not nervous about it. Cause I know I stand with all the girls and I feel good. You know, like you're in a good place with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all know. I the good thing is like the second half that you got to really know me and like know my heart and where I come from. And they were everyone was like, "You're so nice." I'm like, okay. So it's no, I feel very good. I feel very like happy, good place. What about you know? There's a lot of talk now that you know because Lisa Rinna is so standing by her friend and she's so sure that like Erica is innocent that Ronald Richards, who's like looking into the case is going to start like deposing her and calling her into court. Like, do you worry about like being part of the show? Like you're going to get called into court? No, I'm not worried about it. I'm not, I mean, if I, if I do, I'm, I do. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't bother. You know, when you're on the show, like everyone knows that you're on, like you're going to be on the, attached to Erica, but at the same time, it's all filmed. So it all that's the interesting thing. Every time I talk to Erica and the group, it's on camera. There's evidence of it. So I, anything I say is going to, it's already there. So it doesn't really matter. And I don't, no, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I've, you, never, I've never been deposed for something. So it's kind of interesting. <laughs> so fascinating for me in a way. I'm not afraid of it. You're not. Do you, did you understand what Sutton was trying to say? And that like, when she was like, you know, I don't want to be associated. And I'm not taking sides either. I'm just saying like, when she was saying like, I don't want to be associated. And then everyone turned on her and Dorit didn't really speak up. I mean, yeah, I totally understand. They didn't show, I was actually like agreeing with her a lot in that day. I didn't really speak much, but I was like, really like, yeah, I'm like, cause it was, it had just happened. Like it was like two days later and I was sort of decompressing from the trip, but, um, because of all that stuff that happened with Eric and Garcelle, it was just a lot. Um, so when we got together, I hadn't really thought about it yet, but what she was saying was making sense. And so, you know, but then I'm just sort of like, it doesn't, it's then stepping away from it. I didn't feel like it was going to affect me and it hasn't like, I just, you know, people have lawsuits every day. 
I mean, this is a big one, obviously. This is not a small one, but big or small, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. So. And in a way, I mean, people talk about this all day. It's kind of just like, I mean, I'm a lawyer. I don't practice anymore, but it's like, this is going to change every hour. Like everyone just needs to. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I felt. I, cause I kept like, oh my God. And I was like, I heard something. I was like, oh my God. I, yeah. And then I would hear Erica talk. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And, and I just kept going. I was like, okay, I can't like, it's too messy. And I don't even know these people. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just going to step back and like, listen, and then wait, because this will get resolved. It might take a long time, but some, there will be facts coming out and, and then I'll, you know, the decision will obviously, I mean, will be made, but, uh, I just was like, I can't, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to jump in and start making kind of rash, like conclusions without any concrete anything. So that's, that's you don't know someone until like you walk in their shoes and you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard from any other, you know, housewives, like now that this is airing, like who's reached out to you and said, you know, have you heard from like a lot of other franchises or anyone, you know, I know other than like Tiffany and Ebony and people like that, that you speak to. Yeah. I was getting a lot of like really nice messages when my, um, when they announced me as a cast member and through, you know, and then when it aired, like so nice, so positive, like, love you, whatever, like Dorinda messages me. Um, like a lot of the girls from Dallas are messaging me. So like, it's interesting. Um, but very nice. Very, very nice. Um, a lot of like, just like Bravo people, you know, and it's so weird. Every time I get one, I was, I, I you know, I still feel like I'm on the other side. So I'm like, oh my God, this person from that show <laughs> searched me. So, but yeah. This- who, who have you heard from that? You know, just like another show that you're like a fan of where you're like, oh my God, I love this person. Like as a viewer, like, I mean, now you're Bravo celebrity yourself, but just, you're like, oh my God. Well, I've actually become really close with Josh Flagg. And it wasn't, and it's because we actually have a lot of mutual friends. And so we just have, we went to Mexico together and, and we've been traveling and I'm seeing them on Friday for dinner. And, um, so I had just wrapped and we were in Mexico and we were, he, we were just like sharing stories and he's like, Oh, you're on the, you know, and it was, yeah. So that's really nice. Josh flag is fun. And if you've never been to one of his parties, they are epic. Oh, well, I'm, gonna be there him and Bobby are like the best entertainers and I love Bobby there'll be lots of interesting people there as well okay cool are you the type that gets starstruck you know like you have a husband who's in the business like who do you get or do you not get starstruck like it could be music like tv like are you the type if you ever met someone you're just like oh my god that's yeah I think I think that everyone has I think probably many people are similar like there's huge stars that you can like walk by at an event like I don't care but for me the time I got like crazy starstruck was meeting all the Spice Girls that was that was that was good that's a good one yeah and we I got to meet them all backstage while they were warming up for the Victoria's Secret fashion show, their very first time coming back together. No, it was like the most insane moment in my life. And they all start coming out. We were a guest of Mel B. And because Rob was connecting with her now ex-husband, that's the whole thing. But um, he invited us. And then they start coming out one at a time in the hallway. Like, and they start, they're like warming up. And it's just us. It was just like them their manager, 
and like us. And I literally spun around. I put my head in Rob's shoulder and I'm like, I can't, I can't be here. Like I'm going to die. And then he's like, I'm, I, I literally said these words. I said, they're going to kill me with their space, their spice beams or something like that. I don't even know what the hell I said. And he's like, no, enjoy it. And then I turned around and I started staring at them. He's like, stop staring at them. And it was just like, I couldn't do anything. I was paralyzed. It was amazing. So yes, I have been starstruck to look like a complete idiot. <laughs> Did you talk to them or now you just couldn't even? Yeah. So I became friends with Mel and then, um, and then we had dinner and she invited Jerry and they were inviting me to like their, I know practice practices. It was so crazy. It was such a great time of my life. It was so fun. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Right. You can't like, there's nothing that could beat that. So that was it. Yeah. Has anyone major, like, you know, like Rihanna slips into like Karen Huger's DMs and Heather Gay has like anyone slipped into you. Yeah. Rihanna is a huge fan of Karen Huger and Heather. I'm Gay a huge fan of Rihanna. No, not yet. Hopefully yet, but no, I'm a huge Rihanna fan, but even that, like, I don't like th- that doesn't move me. Like I'd be super pumped, but, um, no, maybe it would, maybe it would, <laughs> but you're just, you understand like everyone's a person and you know? Yeah. Yes. So that's big. Yes. I, that I do. I agree. I have like one or two people. I would be like absolutely blown away. Like, who are yours? That. Well, I mean, and I've met her like four times, but it was like backstage. It was quick, but like Cher and Madonna. So oh, I, I'm, I'm going either. right. Like I'm going right for the top, honey. But yeah. I also, I do have, like you said, like, like Josh Flagg is really good friends with Tori Spelling. Like I've met Tori, like anyone like 90210. Like we all have okay. our weird things, right? Like Shannon Tori. Doherty. Okay. So I know Shannon a little bit. Um, like Tori's my, one of my best friend's cousins. So like, that's the LA thing. There's always, it's like right. the bacon, bacon thing. It's like connected. So once it's connected, they're not a star anymore. Right. So I actually enjoy when they're a star. Like Madonna like or Cher. Like yeah, that's- like- See, Madonna's getting one step closer to me because our, my close friends, I don't even want to say the story, but like the kids. Tell are me, friends. tell me, humor. The kid, like they're at the same school. The kids are best friends. So I'm like, oh, like she tells me all these stories about Madonna. Like, oh, they, t- you know, like it's play dates at this point, which is so wacky, but that's, that's very far, still far away from me. So but I, I, even if I met Madonna, she'd still be Madonna. She would not be, she's not hanging out with me. I'm, there's no way Madonna would hang out with me. I didn't even poke this connection, but yeah, she has her house. She moved to LA now. Interesting. Okay. So this, see, this does make sense. Yes. There's the whole, there's the private school thing and that exists, but there's still, people still come with their bodyguards and whatever. They're still super celebrities. So like, I, yeah, no one's hanging out with me. Trust me. But- <laughs> Well, Crystal, when it starts with the kids, like that is your in, like, I mean, I had kids. I was just going to say, like, I mean, (laughs) I don't want to insult you, but like, are you, I mean, I wouldn't be if I had kids, like, are you above using your kids to get into the Madonna inner circle? No, that's no, actually my brother would take Max to the park and then like a girl would be like, hang, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm like such a great uncle. Like, it's like a dog. (laughs) It works. I mean, like if Max and Zoe, you know, like they're, you know, they, they know what's up. They know who mom likes. So yeah, no, no, I'm not above any of that. Madonna's a really good one. I mean, that's not a normal person. There's no, like I'm connecting to you. It'll just be like, I mean, I think you could be in the inner circle, but you still have to like, no, you got to use the kid for that one. There. Yeah. 
Madonna's not going to take my phone number. So no way. That's a really, that's a really good one. <laughs> Next season. Cause I think you'll be back. Anyone that you, you know, people always ask like, you know, like anyone that is famous, you know, like they always throw around certain names, anyone like in the LA scene, you know, like we mentioned Tori, like people like that, that you were like, huh, they would make a good housewife. Oh, it's so funny because I don't, I don't know what makes a good housewife because I don't think I make a good housewife because I feel so normal. So like, I don't know what it entails actually, you know, I don't, don't, you don't think you're a good one just because you feel you're too normal. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like, you know, there's parts of me, I guess, but I don't, cause the audience want, like, there's like a, there's like a special sauce to it. Right. And I'm just being me all the time. I'm just super like me. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly. You must be doing something right. I mean, you were cast, you're still here. Like you're going strong. I think you're, I think they like the authenticity of it, I guess, you know, or maybe they're like me being a deer in headlights and just constantly reacting. To her. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't answer. I know. I, I mean, your answer. I kind of like the fact that you don't know. Um, what about, you know, there's all this stuff, you know, the ratings. I mean, I'm in New York. I know all the New York housewives, like the ratings for New York are so down and all that criticism, like it's because of, and I'm not saying this, I'm just saying all the online BS, like, you know, it's because they talk about race so much and like, we don't want to hear about race on housewives or anything serious politics. We just want to see fun. Yeah. What do you, how do you feel about that? You know, I mean, Bravo's made us certainly- Yeah. I don't not understand that idea. Like, you know, that's what sort of the show, you know, this, the concept of the show is right. Um, and I think each city has their own nuances and their own tone. Um, so I think New York is the tone has always been sort of slapstick in a way. And so when it didn't become that people are a little bit jarred, but I think that, you know, you hear this all the time and I don't know if people are really grasping it, we filmed at the peak of like lockdown right before the election. It's the only thing people were talking about. And if you weren't talking about it, like you're not, you weren't focused. So either the people who are complaining about it didn't care, which, okay, fine. That's like you, this is what was happening in big cities. This was happening in our, across the country, not big city everywhere. So this, these were certainly conversations I was having every day, all day long with my friends. And does it die down after election? Yeah, but that's what you're, what you watched was the peak of that. And that's reality. And if people don't like that, then I don't know what to say about it. It's too bad the ratings are down because New York is a great show. Um, I, I just think the dynamics were tough, you know that's what happened. But I used to, I, I always enjoy New York and I, I hope that they can figure it out for sure. Have you talked to Ebony? Cause like, I mean, yeah. not saying it's her fault, but like, is she taking it's hard, it out? It's hard on her. Yeah. I talked to Ebony. She's a good girl. Really good girl. Super smart. Um, so I, I, I very much like 
very smart people and she has a great head on her shoulders. Um, it's a lot to take on. You know, at first we, when it started to air, we would start texting each other about our experiences being people of color on the show. Cause you don't know what it's going to look like as this, the show goes on. And then it, for her, I think it got harder and, um, yeah, but you know, I think she, she's been on TV, so it's not, she, she gets it more. Like, I think I would have had a hard time because I, I take everything on personally. I don't think she does. Um, and yeah, no, but she's, she's doing okay. I think they're going to figure it out. You're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. I think she's great too. I thought she was so freaking smart and I too am totally drawn to smart people and she's great when she has arguments. She's like, here are all the reasons I disagree with you. It's okay. Tell me why you disagree with like, she's really, people can't handle that. A lot of people can't handle smart. (laughs) I love it. It's like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's really smart. I I adore her. She's really smart. Yeah. Anything else that you want to leave us with? I always have my own agendas. So I appreciate you talking about. I never have an agenda. So I like when you have an agenda, you just ask me questions. (laughs) I mean, I think you're going to be back next season. I think you're going to have a great season. If they came to you and said, listen, Crystal, we're going to adjust, you know, your husband's director, producer, we're going to come to you. You are the producer. Who should we get rid of from this cast? Shut up. You know, are you sick? Come on. I'm not going to No, I, I, everyone deserves to be back if they want to be back. Everyone put a lot, you know, we being on this side of it, we, the, the cast, the girls go through a lot for the benefit of entertainment for the rest of the world country, whoever watches. I think they, people don't really realize the toll it takes on us, the social media, the actual, it's not just going out to dinner, it's work. And um, so all these girls, regardless of where they are at with their relationships and everything. And I even remember this, even when I was struggling with Sutton, because I had just figured out how hard it was. I was like, I very much value and appreciate the work these women put into the show and each other. And um, so everyone deserves to come back. Everyone really stepped up this year. Do you think Erica will come back just like on her own accord? I don't, I, I literally don't know. I mean, like every day that she showed up this season, I was like, wow, you know, so I have no idea. And if she wants to, she deserves a spot. Did you ever think of not continuing like during your season, like you said, like with Sutton and all this stuff, like, did you ever say like, uh, Rob, this was, I'd I'd like to talk to you tonight. Yes. Yes. I had very serious conversations about that very, very early on. Yeah. It was very tough because I, it just wasn't, it was not the start and the tone that I, I wanted, ever wanted or expected. Um, and it was very challenging for me and I really struggled. And you seriously, they were serious conversations. Like you seriously thought of not continuing. Yes. Very serious. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I, I'm also a very committed person and I, you know, and that was what we discussed. It was like, you know, that's, that's who I am. That's who we are as a family. We finish things. 
So that's what I did. Since you don't want to vote anyone off the island, what <laughs> if what if you had to bring someone back from the past? Let's take Teddy out of it since she's your buddy. You know, obviously, we, we have obviously Teddy. We have well, since she's your friend, let's give her a non. Like we yes. have, you know, think of okay. all the people: LVP, Camille. I mean, I, I don't want to lead you in any way. I'm just throwing out all the names of. The I'm going to say not LVP. Like again, I don't know any of these people, but the girls seem to have a lot of issue with her. <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't judge. I don't care. Um, so I'm going to, you know, or maybe, I don't know, that'd be entertaining for the, for the audience. Um, I would, I, I think I've said this before, like Eileen was, um, I always felt like similar to Eileen, like Eileen's sort of responses. It's like how I would respond to things. Um, Yolanda as well. I felt like always like that's how I would respond. So I, I would pick people who are similar as opposed to who I would be like struggled with. <laughs> I, I could see that. I could see you're having a similar response as those two. Yeah. Do you hear the name LVP behind the scenes all the time? Not all the time. I've heard little things, you know, when, cause like they, the stuff would pop up um, sort of in like, you know, the Bravo kind of press social stuff about arguing and then I'd be like I'd be curious because I don't know her so I'm like what happened you know like oh we were at this restaurant and she did this I was like oh okay so whether it makes it to air I don't know but it was happening like in real time so I was like oh you guys have a lot of drama (laughs) it's probably why the audience really wants her back yeah I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me I know you're very busy I I'm so happy you've joined this cast. I'm so happy you made time to chat with me. I can't wait to see what happens the rest of the season. You will have to come back next season. Where can everybody find you online who wants to follow you who does not? At Crystal Kung Minkoff on my Instagram. Yeah. Everyone needs to follow you. I appreciate it. I hope your mom is well. Glad to hear she is. And thank you. Your family as well. And say hi to Rob for us. And we will talk soon. Okay. Thanks, David. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.